Nice. <laughs> that was that sounded that sounded that sounded brilliant. Uh, hey, Fosco, how are you today? I'm a bit tired, you know, but uh, I'm doing okay. It's early in the morning, Sunday, and Sunday morning we're actually doing the Sunday morning brunch version of the Chanarant podcast. I'm Josh. This is Andy, and we have two very special guests with us today on the line. We have the one and only, the, the man, the myth, the hashtag, fu Joe Brady. <laughs> Say hello, Joe. Oh. Say hello, oh, stupid. Hello, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, uh, all the way from Northern Ireland, we have the legendary Rab Lennox on the line. Hey, guys. How's it going? And this is, this is kind of a, this is a bit of a dream for me, Fusco. I don't know if you know this, but on episode one of the Chain of Ramp podcast, very early on, I said the entire goal of the show was to get Rab on the line and get him to say fuck <laughs> on air. So just get out of the way. So let's just like, we're, so, I mean, uh, for those of you that don't know, that are maybe listening at home, this is kind of a more vulgar show, kind of a more adults-only podcast. So we're going to give you a five-second warning before we really get into it, and that's five, four, three, two, one. Fuck. fuck. <laughs> oh, that, doesn't that feel good, Rab? Don't you, don't you just love that? Hello, Ofcom. You finally, yeah, <laughs> you finally got out of the way. Luckily, we don't have nearly enough listeners for it to ever actually probably hurt you. No, well, <laughs> I don't know about that. You guys keep saying you have hashtag one of the six. You guys have hundreds of listeners. What are you talking about? Well, we, uh, we, we like to keep ourselves humble, so we only say six. As far as we know, we have six listeners at any time. <laughs> it's just which nah. six. <laughs> two of them are on the line. I about to say, yeah, two of them are on the line. <laughs> I don't listen to your podcast. <laughs> See, me and Joe are the only ones that don't listen to the show. I feel like that's. I feel like that keeps us healthy. Yeah. Keeps us sane. Yeah. Although I did, I actually went. And it's so funny. We're starting this thing on uh, on our social media channels where we want to do like more graphic stuff. And I'm like, okay, like I'll I'll go to the shows. I'll go to the shows we've already recorded and posted, and I'll pull some like really funny quotes out, and I'll just like make them into graphics, and I'll put them up on the Chain Rant Facebook or the Instagram or whatever. So I finally have to start listening to the show. So I've I've gotten 45 minutes through episode one, and I'm just like, holy shit! It was actually pretty tame in comparison to what I know some of the last ones were just by recording them. So I'm fucking, ter- I'm fucking terrified at this point of like what's going to happen when I listen to like episode seven or like episode 12 or the, or the, most, re- general- or the most recent one where I called out judges by name and told them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, a, that was an interesting one for sure. Good, good times. <laughs> so it's pretty interesting to have two um, Channel Rant legends on the show at the same time. Well, most people don't think Joe Brady is real. That's true. Like they, they thought it was, they thought it was a person we made up. Yeah. And then Joe, then, you are real, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, or is this a voice in my head? 
It's both, really. <laughs> Andy, we, we spent 10 days together in Virginia. I'm very real. That's true. We did, actually. That's right. I feel like this is the point, like, uh, in the spoiler alert in the TV show, like, Mr. Robot, where Andy figures out that, that Joe is just, like, a manifestation of his psychosis, <laughs> like, all along. Joe is never actually there. He wasn't there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, Joe is for real. The other thing that they they wonder about Joe Brady is why do we hate him so much? Joe, why we, do we, we get, hate We so get a much? lot of that. We get a lot of why do you hate Joe Brady? You know, I don't understand why you, you do hate me. <laughs> I love you both. Oh, we're going to go I'm down. not a grumpy old man. <laughs> <laughs> was, yeah, Bab, oh. Babs thought that Joe was like basically a 70-year-old man yeah, I, and I have no idea why. Let's set the record straight. Joe, how old are you? I am 46 years old. Wow. See, 46 years uh, young. You've lived a hard life then, my friend. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a very hard life, yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not the year, it's the mileage. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> and how much do you weigh, Joe? Uh, today? Yeah. Did you, did you poop yet? 153. Yeah, oh, I, 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 yeah. Jesus Christ, 153. And how long is your dick, Joe? <laughs> really? <laughs> The listeners want to know. Straight to the know. deck measuring. <laughs> we've, got, we've got people writing in, calling in, wanting to know. Yeah, they just want to. The want other to, four people don't want to know. <laughs> they, want to, they want, like, photo evidence, so I just keep sending them pictures of Mandingo, and I don't think they believe it's you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, went from, we went from zero to black penises very quickly. Wow. If only, if only Angel was here. If only Angel was here. And you know what? I, it was really good that he came out and hung out with us last night. We should probably mention, like, we're, we're a little slow motion today. We are drinking in the morning. It's uh, 10.55 a.m. here. And we went out last night with the one and only Jack Lee, which was fantastic. He was super fun to hang out with. We yeah. went and had some beers and watched some hockey. Watched the hockey game, yeah. Literally the most Canadian fucking person I've ever met in my life. <laughs> He's as Canadian as they come. He is as Canadian <laughs> as they come. Like, super polite. Like, every time we're like, oh, like, you know, what did it feel like when you won this? Or, like, whatever. And he's like, well, I try really to just, just to be humble and not to, like, not to brag about myself too much. And then, like, well, what do you want to do after the recital? Uh, like, we'll take you, we'll do whatever you want. He's like, oh, well, I hear there's a hockey game. Let's go drink beer and watch hockey. I'm like, fucking Canadian as shit. Holy <laughs> hell. Yeah, he was pretty fascinating. He, uh, we spent, I spent a good 15 minutes with him working on his phone, uh, on his Facebook. <laughs> on because he, how to use Facebook. <laughs> on how to use his Facebook. Because he, oh, he on has, how to listen to Chanarant. Please well, tell us we, you, you we did, him in that way. Oh, God. We might have. He might. He, he's heard of it. He just hadn't listened to it yet. He yeah. just recently got in the podcast, he said. Jack Lee is too speaking, nice of a man to do that, too. Speaking oh, we of tanks, let's talk him. about Bill. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, no, it was so funny because he, he, you know, he said that he was just getting into podcasts and he's like, yeah, like I have a friend of mine that's like going to start a podcast and I wanted to, I wanted to like look up bagpiping podcasts. So I searched bagpiping podcasts and the only ones that came up were Rab's show and this show called Channer Rant. And I was like, we're like, that's us. <laughs> he's like, no, no shit. Like really? He's like, yeah, you do not want to listen to this show. <laughs> it's so fucking, <laughs> like, it's so fucking gnarly. Like you're far too polite of a human being to listen to this goddamn show. <laughs> But I think he's going to test the water. <sighs> well, we wanted we we talked about potentially trying to have him on, but like just based on like having beers and watching hockey, and like you know like the first time I brought up a transformer fisting a jet ski, and he like he just wasn't he wasn't down with that, you know. <laughs> Did you say that to him? I don't remember. No, that. no. <laughs> I was I use that as a as a broader as a broader sense of like when I have to test the waters with my personality mm-hmm. and other people. Yeah, yeah. No. It, I, I doubt we'll get him now that he knows. Now that especially he knows. if he listens, if he, if he listens well, yeah, because yeah, we, we talked about some of the stuff that we said on the last episode. Because I, I did. It's so funny. The last episode, I we got like so much listener feedback 
Oh yeah. Yeah, people Uh-oh. like people like writing it. Like <laughs> and like no like positive I would say. Yeah, nothing negative. Really? Like yeah, yeah, people people commenting like you got like you're my fucking hero, blah blah blah. And I'm like, what the fuck are they even talking about? And then I went back and listened to like just the clip because you told me it's like, do you not remember what happened in the last episode? I was like, no, dude, I get I'm fucking shit faced on every show. What are you talking about? And uh yeah, apparently I called some fucking people out super fucking hard. Wow. Sure. That was entertaining to say the least, guys, I have to say. <laughs> so we're still waiting for that legal notice to come to me. Yeah. We're, we're waiting for that. We're waiting for the fucking cease and desist letter. <laughs> it's bound well, the horse's head in your bed, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Is he capable of that, Joe? You know the man. Oh no, I'm thinking of the other guy that was going to send you the horse's head. Oh. oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> so while we're on the subject of Joe, and we have him, we have him on the line. I want, to, I want to hear about the fucking Virginia tattoo because you went to this a couple of years ago with Wake and District, and I very much want to go at some point, but I'm a serial busy person. Uh, yeah. So, so is Joe and I, but we, so we Joe, made yeah. time. So, Joe, how well, how did, I, how I did it like go? Andy, you would, Andy, would you agree with me that that tattoo, that those ten days probably took five years off our life? Oh, absolutely. My my liver has yet to recover. For yeah. Why? Sure. It, it's just too much drinking, not sleeping, having fun, <laughs> playing bagpipes and drums, and just uh, and long days nice. of pipes. Yeah, long days of oh, standing long, around, long just standing around piping. It's just such a great time as an international crowd too. I, I still think about uh, uh, Fraser trying to work through the Royal Jordanian <laughs> pipe band <laughs> and communicating to them. That was uh, dude. I had yeah, that was fun. Two weeks ago, Aunt Carlisle was here, and I was I was stewarding for his table, so I got talking to him. Hey, I met you at the tattoo. He didn't remember me, of course, but. And he, we were just reminiscing over the Jordanian band and how hilarious it was and stuff. He was, te- was he's telling me all kinds of funny stories about that. Do you know this story, Joe? Do you remember this happening? Where apparently in their country, when you take a take a shit and you wipe your ass, it's customary to put the paper behind the toilet bowl or behind like the, the thing on the back of the toilet bowl. So apparently inside the tattoo place, the Jordanian pipe band was doing this, like for days before anybody noticed. <laughs> They were piles of fucking shit-covered bog roll. So he's like, that's why it, you know, it smelled like shit down there. And we figured it out, and we had to have a conversation about what's proper. To, like, our, our plumbing works here, so flush it down the fucking toilet. <laughs> did you know this story, Joe? I, I did not know that story. I mean, I, I do know the story that they stole Timmy uh, Hinson's pants. They stole his pants? Why did they do that? They stole his pants because we think they wanted to kidnap him and Olivia. Oh, uh, well, I mean, who, you, who, who wouldn't want to, uh, Olivia that I'm thinking about, Olivia? Oh, yeah, the one you met. Yeah, she's Alistair's. a fucking brilliant player. Yeah. Like, why, why would you not kidnap her? I, I well, we, told we her. We tried to get her married off to one of the Jordanians, but it didn't happen. <laughs> That's right, she was going to be a wedding. princess or a queen or something. Yes. Yeah. That's right, she's I forgot be a about queen. that. Yeah, she did, she did the <laughs> dance, and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I told. I basically told her that I would. Uh, I would let her live. Like you could just take my house rent free, and I'll get a new place. And if you will play with the Las Vegas Pipe Band, like <laughs> just just stay here and play for God's sake. Here's another story, Joe. About and, the and her fiance is a nice guy too. Oh man, oh, yeah, he's he's a he's a fucking rod. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Alistair. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, Joe, here's another funny story about the tattoo that I found out. Uh, did you know that apparently in their country it's customary? There's some sort of thing where it's okay to be gay on Thursdays or something or other? Have you heard this? Not heard this, no. <laughs> okay, so this is, what? again, Carlisle told me this. He said... <laughs> He's full of shit. <laughs> There's he no said way. they had to have, apparently in their country, like, like they have, like the younger, there was a young guy in the Jordanian army who came in on a Thursday, like with, like dressed in drag or something, because apparently on Thursdays, 
they the ones that are gay will dress like women and they'll have butt sex with each other and some sort of thing this like is, this. Th- we literally I, this you, is a, I swear we literally just this. got the podcast taken off air. Like just in that, <laughs> just in that. Like we we managed to insult the Middle East. No, this is drag and homosexuals this is, this all in true, just one true fucking story. fell swoop, man. Like <laughs> it's not insulting if it's true. If you live 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 it, son. Be uh, you. I, I'm but, not, like. If, if we have any Jordanian listeners, can we please get some fucking sure, clarification sure on this? Like, <laughs> but they said they had I'm to have still... a, they had to have a conversation with the band that this was not appropriate in the U.S. to because apparently like <laughs> is this the shit paper thing or is this no the no no dressing this and drag the, thing no because the young guys will take it from the older guys on Thursdays because that's allowed in their. Uh, country or something it's allowed, or it's allowed I mean so this guy showed up and you're, you're, you're acting, like, what the hell you're, you're acting like the young guys taking it from the older guys is like a f- crazy new thing like the fucking catholic church has been around for years man like well okay like, but <laughs> talking about young guys they brought it to the tattoo about young guys things. bumming little kids like <laughs> so anyway the, he proceeded to tell me the Jordanians are never invited back so we were never to have the Jordanian pipe band oddly there, there was a photo a big uh, poster photo of them downstairs in the dressing area. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Was there a hole cut in it? No, no, I did not like that. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so I feel like Virginia military tattoo is like a must-see event. Is that, am, am, I, am I off base here? I'd say Without it's a doubt. Uh, and, and this year, uh, the bands from Canada were there. So Eight Wing was there. Mm-hmm. And then New Ross and District was there. Super, super yeah, nice Yeah, they had a great run, actually, yeah. Yeah, no one of the. They're two snare drummers. They're just. Whew, and Rad, did you, did you guys cover that? Like, I know, I know you're you're like no. you have you have like these community this community of like pipe band journalists you're building of people that are gonna like live stream events. Yeah, we seem to be, but no, we didn't live stream that. That was the organizers themselves. They just kind of asked us if we could share it out there. So that's what we were yeah, doing. Jim Jim Roberts did that from. Uh, yeah, Highwater. yeah. Oh, that's that's so cool. Like the the idea of. And it's it's so funny. We're kind of we're kind of backtracking on stuff we talked about in a prior episode. But there, I remember there was this fucking pipes drums article about like enough already, and it was like stop sharing stuff on social media because people won't come to yeah. contests. And I'm like, you're so I full really, of shit. Like, are you kidding what's me? What's your opinion? Yeah, well, my, I've my, been really hauled over the coals for this stuff this last few months about live streaming and shit. What's your honest opinion about it? I think it's fucking well, great on. to do. Hold on, let me. What, what do you mean you've been raked over the coals in what way? Like. Well, I've been getting a lot of flack from both uh, spectators plus, you know, people in the power of a bee, you know, for various different events and things saying, uh, maybe you shouldn't live stream this. You're affecting ticket sales and all. Bollocks. And I'm like, how do they know that? No. How, would they, how would they judge that? <laughs> That's total <laughs> bullshit. It's a very good question. You know, I argue that, you know, the likes of the Olympics, the World Cup, you can go and watch that on your TV. Why would you ever go and see it? You know? Yeah, so no, it doesn't make I, any I don't sense. Know. It doesn't Wasn't make that sense article satire, though. Well, they said that, but it it didn't. I, I mean, she was did, either a bad writer or something. It didn't come it didn't across as like satire, satire to me. Like I thought, I thought it was like I thought it was. She's fairly no, legit. She's no Kurt Vonnegut. Let's say that. Well, I mean, it's fucking Pipe uh, Drums magazine. Like, let's let's be real here. Well, no, I don't. It wasn't. I think they just shared it. She oh, they just on, shared she it. It, it, was on, it was on a different different. It was like menu. a New York Times or Chicago Times or something. Really. I can always judge how good of a bagpipe player someone is by how shitty of a writer they are. So I understood the article. Hashtag I knew that it was supposed Brady. to be. Yeah, <laughs> I knew the article was Thank supposed you. to be coming from a place of humor. You know, it was supposed to be kind of jovial and everything, but it didn't come across as that. A lot of our listeners to my show were like, 
oh Rob, what are you gonna do about this shit? <laughs> well, and I will say, like the like the crowd, the Northern Ireland crowd, the Ireland crowd, the Scotland crowd, like the people across the pond that are into bagpiping and drumming are pretty fucking yeah. severe. Like they, they can be. Like yeah, they brutal. don't. They, they don't take criticism well. They don't take satire or jokes no. well. Like they're. I mean, the what the way we would put it in a little little language barrier translation is, they're so far up their own asses <laughs> that they can't see daylight. Yeah. And it's like, guys, like, it's one, it's, it's for fucking fun. Like, we're talking about festivals and events where people go and gather to, like, watch music. Fuck you. Like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to stream it. We're going to put videos up. Like, people in America love that shit. We don't get to, we, we, can't, we can't fucking foot yeah. the bill for a ticket to go see, you know, goddamn Moira championships. Like, no, I, I would prefer exactly. if someone could live stream it and I could watch it from my home. Yeah, we have the flip side of the coin though. We have people who are making their living from this, and that's where it comes into it, where we could be possibly affecting their livelihood. You know, who makes a living? So, what do you mean? Are you like, talking about like event organizers? Yeah, event organizers plus vendors at the event. You know, they're, if they're saying we're affecting footfall, you know what I mean? They're not going to come and buy stuff from their stall or their business. I would say you don't. That's not affecting it at all, though. Like, I, I run an event. I If someone wanted to come live stream my entire event for free, I would fuck it. Good. All you're doing yeah. is you're providing free <laughs> You're providing free advertising for the event. Well, that's how we view it. You know, like nobody's nobody's going to yeah. not. Like, if, someone's, if someone is, if it's, if it's as tenuous of a customer to where literally I can stay home and watch it is going to affect whether or not I buy a ticket to go in. You've already lost that customer anyway. That doesn't matter. At yeah. least now they're still, you're still getting the advertising value of them watching the event. And I only say well, that because it, that's yeah. the shit that I do for a living. Yeah. Well, there you go. I would agree with you. Yeah. So, but we'll keep soldiering on, you know, there is a massive demand for it internationally, maybe not domestically, but definitely internationally. So we'll just keep doing it for the people who can't make it, you know? One thing it's great too, like it gives the opportunity for. I mean, I still remember when we went over, uh, when we did the worlds with Bally Breast last year. Hashtag Team Breast. <laughs> they, uh, like, it, it was so different for me. I'd never been over before. I'd been playing. I've been playing bagpipes for fucking ten, fifteen years at that point, and I'd never been across the pond to see like the actual bands compete. And as soon as I saw those bands, I was like, holy shit we are not doing it well. <laughs> like, the, like, these guys are fucking amazing. Like, what are we doing? We gotta, we gotta raise the bar, like, across the board. Speaking of episode one, where I said that all American might be in suck. No, you said North American. I said North American, and then I had to retract it in yeah. the second episode to we, say, just American. We did tell Jack Lee that you story would. last night, by the way. <laughs> he was like, what? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we call it fucking shots fired. <laughs> shots fired in American pipe band. Sorry, guys, but seriously, you got to go over there and you'll understand why I say that we all suck. So I think bands in North America have been having a rough time. You know, to be honest, as much as you say that they suck, I think logistically and geographically they've been suffering. You know, um, the World Championships specifically haven't been doing them any favors. They've been really suffering in the results. Uh, I don't know if that's all down to performance. I don't know. I mean, I mean what, is there is there you an inherent bias there? Do you think that, that I don't, people, do you I think don't people think are it's like fuck American pipe bands? No, 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 no. If anything, it's possibly a geographical thing where you guys have to travel. You have to be there for the the best part of a week, nearly two weeks for some bands to actually just acclimatize to the whole thing. You know, whereas us here in Northern Ireland, we can jump over on a Friday and. 
we can play on Saturday and go home on Sunday. You know, that's just not possible for you guys. So it's just that bit more harder. What do you think you know what about I mean? what do you think, Rabbi? This the the sort of legend I guess you'd say is that in order to do well at the worlds in general, you have to make yourself known for years. Meaning you have to show up year after year. Yes. And because yeah. it's an old boy network and all that stuff, and they want to know who, who you are and they want to see that you keep coming, et cetera, et cetera. It seems kind of silly yeah. that that would happen at such a big event like that. But that's what they say happens. Do you think that that's true? Well, Definitely, yeah. It is one of those things that's well. I don't know if you guys have heard of this term, but serve your time. Oh sure, oh yeah, kind of thing. Serve your time. So yeah, the likes of bands that have been upgraded recently, they're from grade two. You know, mm -hmm. we're not going to see those bands in the top ten now for at least a couple of years. Now those guys could be playing out of their skin. Now they might snip a few prizes here and there, but honestly, we're going to see them in the top three over the next two years. I doubt it. Now, it's not on the quality of their performance, don't get me wrong, but it's simply because they have to build up that momentum. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it, it, it does happen. You know, and I could put myself out on a podcast. Everyone can fucking disagree with me. Rob, you're nothing but a dick. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I, honestly, I think it does happen. It is one of those things that you have to kind of earn your right into that top 10 spot. Yeah. Joe, uh, you're, you run a pipe in for a long time, yeah? Yeah. So you have you ever been to the Worlds? I've been to the Worlds, uh, not with my pipe band. I've been to the Worlds with a band from Chicago. Okay. And uh, Have you heard yeah. this sort of theory about this sort of thing? Do you, do you have any feelings on, on that? Or? Well, I mean, we see, we see it. Like Rab said, we see it. They have, they have to earn their time. Yeah. I don't disagree with that at all. So when is Wake and District like going to the Worlds? Wake and District going to Worlds? <laughs> maybe, maybe when we get about eight more Pipers and uh, four more sides. We have to go over there with size, depth. Right. And you've got to go over and there with a year, a year that Atlanta is not Not to going. mention size, depth, width, girth. Uh, there's a lot of important... <laughs> are, are you going to go back and ask me a question again? <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of how long is your dick, Joe Brady? Uh, <laughs> Does it cast a shadow, Joe? His name? What? <laughs> yeah, like how like how how far from twelve to midnight? You know, like ah oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's six to midnight is the statement. But oh, not if you're Joe Brady. <laughs> I'm just gonna give you the safe word now, okay? Should we throw it out there? <laughs> we, we, did, we, we did have the we had the conversation about Joe Brady's safe word, um, which I won't say on air because then we have to stop the broadcast immediately. Because as soon as you say the safe word into any kind of recording device, all internet, yep. it's like Y2K, all internet shuts down immediately. He's, he's rigged the whole <laughs> okay, system. You know nothing happened on Y2K though, right? <laughs> I mean, I, okay, Joe checking. was, okay. Josh is too young for that. I'm he still, did, he uh, wasn't, he was dude, I was, I was there. I was buying water. <laughs> I was buying water because I was concerned about all the computers breaking. <laughs> you got to keep in mind, my family's fucking redneck, dude. They're like full on doomsday prepper status. Mm -hmm. I've seen your backyard. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> so many, so many different types of vehicles, none of which run. <laughs> you guys have a bunker? Uh, no bunker yet, but that is one of my dreams. I just want to, you know, one of these days I want to like have a like a false wall or something where I like I lift a book and it just like rolls up and reveals like a rack of guns. I think that'd be cool. <laughs> it's very, you know, just, I, I grew up on a lot of James Bond movies. I'm sorry, I can't help myself. <laughs> but. Speaking of, um, essentially speaking of, well, we, we've gotten to the tattoo. We've talked about, we've talked about the, uh, kind of the world's fuckery and the amount of people that really just have to put their time in Chicago Highland yeah. games. 
are coming up. Oh, yeah. And we've been invited to attend by none other than Mr. Joe Brady himself, who's on the line. Yes. Yes. What, like what was your idea? A, uh, well, I think the idea is to do a, a live broadcast, live stream. Oh, that's an amazing idea. Yeah. Right? And then maybe provide some commentary. We could do some commentary. Are they, do some hell interviews? yes. Is it okay if we talk over the bands? I know Bob World's not allowed to do that anymore, but can well, we do that? <laughs> I don't know if you'd want to talk over them. Great support from the back end there. <laughs> I'm going to write down all his quotes and just sort of change them ever so slightly. I, I still have a bingo card if you need the bingo card. Oh, that would be really we definitely, helpful. We definitely need the, the world bingo card. So, oh, so I we, played we that game last year. I got so wasted by two bands in. Oh, the Bob World drinking game? Yeah. Speaking, yeah. speaking of getting wasted, Reb, where are you at right now in your, in your bottle, of, uh, bottle of Bucky um, that you sent me the picture of? I'm about three-quarter of the way down here. Was that, that, that wasn't Buckfast, right? No, no, I'm drinking Famous Grouse. Famous, Famous Grouse. grouse. Oh. Yeah. The Grouse. The, gr- the Grouse did us real dirty while we were in Ireland. <laughs> had no good experiences on the Grouse, ever. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Chicago Highland Games, Chain Rant live stream. Are we talking about, like, so we, you want what, commentary over the performances? Not over the performance. You know, live stream the performances <clears throat> and then provide some commentary afterwards. It's an interesting segue because... You know, like a sports, you know. We've been, like, I, we've been looking at uh, launching kind of the video and media portion of Channerant, hopefully within the next few weeks. And th- there's... When are we going to find time to do that? For, uh, well, yeah, exactly. What are you talking about? So for, for something <laughs> as, as shitty as our show is, you'd be amazed at the amount of consideration and work that goes into every single aspect. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, tell me about it. Like, even to get... The smallest stupid thing out the door. It takes so long. So, uh, essentially, my in my in my head, which is obviously, but judging bonkers. judging on Joe Brady's video from last week, it doesn't take very long for him to do it. He does a real well. Yeah, if, if job. you do, if you want to do a shitty job, then yeah, yeah it's, it's super quick. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Took me six minutes to do that. Yeah, it, the, it shows. <laughs> It was so funny yeah. too because like Andy, Andy was doing that fucking uh, that fu Joe Brady video and like he was running around the Highland Games like getting and I had no idea like we talked I think you said Never that Sean said something about it because we were trying to potentially do it from the stage. Yeah, but he, we ne- I never told you what I was doing. I know I had no idea you were doing a video. You yeah. just said, "Hey, can we can we do like a fu Joe Brady from the stage?" And I was literally like, I, "I here's how tired and fucking like bonkers I was at that point in the Las Vegas Highland Games." I seriously considered it. I was like, okay, wait a minute. After awards, when we have mass bands, I'll get on the microphone and say, everyone, I'm going to hold my cell phone out and do a selfie, and we're going to all say F.U. Joe Brady, and it's going to be like 500 pipers and drummers saying F.U. Joe Brady. And then, obviously, my senses took hold once again. I had a drink of water, and I was like, oh, holy shit, I can't do this. <laughs> this would be, be absolutely insane. That would have been so good, though. Well, next year, <laughs> next year, I just might not give a fuck to the point where I'll, I'll do anything. <laughs> we'll see. And, and you know, when I went around, I, I probably recorded maybe twelve or fourteen people, and only one person knew who you guys were. In reality, yeah, Alistair Murray. He was the only one that listened. Was he the? Was he? The, oh, no. yeah, yeah, okay. Was I'll he, take it. Yeah, I'll, the, I'll take that. Who was the guy that yeah. said, "Don't use this, Joe," or whatever? What was the story you told me about? Oh, I'm not going to talk about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> so, well, well, he really didn't want it in a video, so let's talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> That didn't happen. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) 
Well, Joe, uh, I have journalist. to be painfully honest here. I know very little about yourself personally. The only thing I really know about you is through the hashtag, through these guys. So and this is my first time kind of... No, exactly. Can you tell us a bit about yourself then? Uh, who you are, where you come from, and your background in piping and drumming? Sure. So uh, um, I, I grew up in Chicago on the south side. And I learned to play the bagpipes when I was about nine years old with the Chicago Stockyard Kilty Band. Oh, uh, oh yeah. They're a street band, guys. Mm-hmm. But, oh, I'm um, well we aware. Went to, we went to Worlds, and we it, played in 4B. It explains so much band, about you. Old band, been around since 1921. And uh, cantankerous fellow running it, Dave McKee Sr., uh, you know, used to beat the hell out of us with practice chanters. But, uh, <laughs> Literally? <so> did that. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, did that growing up. And uh, became a policeman and joined the <laughs> Chicago Police Emerald Society band. And then you went on to beat people with your practice chanter at that point. I, uh, <laughs> there are statutes of limitations that are still open, so we won't talk about that. It's like Fight Club. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, so did that. Uh, played in the police bands for a bunch of years. And then uh, moved to North Carolina in 2005 and uh, came here. There was only one band here. In, uh, in the Raleigh area, it was uh, the North Carolina State University Pipe Band. Super uh, group of nice people, and uh, not, not, not a band I wanted to be a part of, though, so I started my own band. And, oh. uh, yeah, 12 years later, Waken District. Oh, I see. So Waken District kind of began because, because of yourself then, essentially, then. Yeah, well, I was lucky enough to, to run into some, uh, some good people. A couple firefighters from Raleigh, Jason Lane, Lloyd Johnson, Mike Bishop, uh, all still founding members that are with the organization. So ran into them uh, and, and just started people from scratch how to play. And uh, we oh, were fortunate fantastic. over the years that we've gotten a number of people to feed into our program. Um, our, our current grade three pipe major, Ken McKevney, he played with NC State, and he's a USPA judge. So he runs our grade three band now. And uh, Does he bitch and whine uh, when he doesn't get hired for things? I, I've <laughs> never heard Ken bitch and <laughs> whine about anything <laughs> other than other than how adequate we play sometimes right that, adequate's a good he uses, he goes, I would, oh, I, yeah that was adequate give me a heads up what yeah. what's ken's nickname oh we call him groot because yeah. uh ken's six seven <laughs> yeah, he's gigantic yeah. you know <laughs> i i strive to one day club. play in an adequate pipe band yeah, you got some. You got some time ahead of you, son. You're gonna have to put in your time, as uh, they say over there, or whatever it was. Yeah, serve, serve your time. <laughs> Although, uh, complete sidebar. Jack said it's not as bad as we think it is. He's like, you got some potential here. We can make this work. Well, we end up we end up being doom and gloom the majority of the time. Like, oh, yeah. it, it's one of the one of the funny like one of the funniest things we get on the show, like comments about this show. It's like you guys are so fucking negative. It's like that's the whole point. Like we got to get it out. Like we got to get the negative energy out so that we can be positive in person. <laughs> yeah, so I don't strangle anybody. Yeah. yeah, that way I don't walk into practice with a fucking shotgun and just like level the place. So <laughs> speaking of that, Joe's actually the reason Joe and I became friends. We we became internet friends first years ago. I think we bonded maybe over Atherton pipes or something. Joe, I, think I don't you guys remember met, exactly. Didn't you guys meet on Tinder? It was like an early vision <laughs> version of the app. <laughs> something like yeah, that. that. Yeah, that didn't happen. That it was like happen. it was like no, I put I put you. In, I got you in touch with Dave Atherton. Yeah, right, exactly. And then, but I always followed your stuff because you're what I would consider a marketing genius as far as pipe bands go. Um, so we tried to start doing stuff sort of similar to you, and oh, we became we, friends we, over we that. We blatantly ripped off a lot of Well, this was prior to, prior to you, <laughs> but we used to start uh, doing stuff like you guys would do. And then, uh, and then we just sort of became phone friends over the years or whatever. And, uh, but I'm curious, because you, you started a band from scratch, basically. Um, and we are starting over yet again 
what advice would you have for the band that shall not be named when you're building a band up you're you're pretty good at this sort of thing tell, tell me what you what advice you would give us from this point Consider that we're starting over yet again. Number tip number one: stop podcasting. <laughs> stop <laughs> shitting on everybody. <laughs> no, I think it's good to talk, and the, the podcasting isn't bad because we've heard a lot of good things come out of your podcast. I mean, your band manager had some some good things to say. Oh, uh, that was Lauren, the president. You're talking about Lauren? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was so angry, though. <laughs> yeah, she was. She's but it's okay yeah. to be angry. But that's the thing too. Like, so angry. we got to have her on more often because it's so funny. The podcast, I think, has made us, and it's because we come across very angry on the podcast. It's a brunch. It's a brunch episode, so we're not tired, so we're we're happier today. Um, <laughs> I needed a cigarette after that episode, and I haven't smoked in years. <laughs> like, like we, like we kind of we get it all out once a week at this point. Like that was the whole point of like doing the show was we used to just go to the bar and fucking vent. Like once a week, we'd go to the bar, we'd vent, we'd be like, what the fuck is going on? What are we going to do? And then we're like, well, wait a minute. These conversations we're having could potentially be valuable to other people that are in the same situation or have been in that situation. Or they could be entertaining because we make dick jokes about Joe Brady's like 18 inch schlong. Like that could be, that could be worth something to people. So then we started the show. So we actually have, I feel like we're calmer now. We, we've got it all out. It's all out in the open. Yeah, maybe. And I so know. I think we we get Lauren on more. I mean, Lauren, that was her first time, and she just fucked. She had, like, years she of... Lost. She, she had years of fuck you to get out in one hour. <laughs> she lost her mind. And speaking of that, Cahill's Corner this week, he actually <laughs> talks about that, which we haven't got to yet. <laughs> and, Fusco, now that I think about it, we uh, we have a Cahill's Corner. We really need to see what he had to say about last week's episode. So without further ado, here is Cahill's Corner for episode 12. <laughs> fucking old smuggler and rock this shit out. Alright man, I'm back. I had a couple weeks off to recover from the hangover from the Las Vegas games. Uh, If you haven't been out to Vegas for their games, make sure you get out there in April every year. Awesome time, great games, good good peeps. I'm going to skip ahead because I missed two episodes and uh, I'm just going to leave them alone and tell you to go back and listen to them. They were pretty good, especially with Lauren. She had a lot to say, an awful lot to say. She didn't really give anybody else the chance to say anything, but that's all I'm going to say about that. I love you, Lauren. You did a good job. Hope they have her back on. Last week was episode 12, the Dirty Dozen, if you will. Shit got real. I'm just going to put it that way. Shit got real. If you haven't listened, go back and listen. There was some good stuff. It was just Josh and Andy this time through. And uh, as much as it pains me to say, it was actually really good with just the two of them on there. They got into some, some deep conversations. Josh went full hippie for a minute. But that was right after they got done calling out a judge from that was at the games for a uh, little... Uh, attitude issue it sounds like i'm not going to comment too much i'll let you form your own opinions on it but go back and take a listen i thought it was a it was a good show and uh i think the well at least fusco's balls dropped on that episode for sure he's he became a real man right there standing up but i'd like to hear what the response is going to be like i'm kind of curious what people think so listen to it and write in and let them know what your thoughts are on it that's all i got for this week Keeping it short, keeping it real. Catch you next time, bitches.
So that's one of the things that as much as I'm so grateful to come on the show, guys, thank you so much for having me. I'm really nervous what Cahill's going to say. Cahill <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, it's so funny because I remember like when we first started that segment, I was like, well, what the fuck is he going to add to the conversation? I like Cahill and we've hung out and played together, but God damn, that's like one of the more, that's like the most popular thing on the show. People, he's going to have his own podcast soon. It's just going to be Cahill's Corner of the Podcast. Spin, he's going to have a spinoff. <laughs> he's going to have a spinoff of Cahill's Corner that's going to be like once a week podcast. Yeah, this is my this is my once a week podcast about me criticizing the Chain of Rant podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he actually just said nice things. He really had nothing negative to say other than he didn't comment other except on Lauren. He said something about um, Lauren. It was great. It was, you had really great opinions. It was interesting to listen to you and all that. But you got to let people answer the questions when you ask them questions. I thought that was the funniest <laughs> fucking part. I thought the funniest part was she would ask a question, and then as soon as they started answering, fucking shut them down yeah, and start, she, start going again. She was in full broad. I was, I was laughing my ass off. Like I thought that was the funniest shit ever. Yeah, 100 percent broad arguing mode right there. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> I guess I don't get to say anything. <laughs> so anyway, Joe, come on, give me some advice. God damn it, don't be a pussy. I think you're doing a lot of the right things. It comes down to people, right? So uh, invest in your people, what you're doing, mm -hmm. and do the right things for the right reasons, what you guys are doing. And you just need to build on it. And I, I, I hate it for you. You're on worse of an island than I'm on in Raleigh, North Carolina. Trying to get people and uh, find people, recruit them to your band. I mean, you have to teach them from the ground up, right? For the most part, yes. Yeah, and we, we had to do the same thing. We've been very fortunate. We've had a number of uh, players that have fed into us from the St. Andrews University pipe band. So our lead tip, our current band pipe major, uh, our pipe sergeant, a lot of these young guys that graduated from St. Andrews and came to the band. So we were lucky. But at the same time, we run new student classes. We run them yearly. And you just invest in people and you keep it fun and fresh. Right. So does it help? does it help that you're the you're the enemy of the guy that runs St. Andrews that all those people come over to you. And I don't know how that happened. Uh, <laughs> becoming the enemy or just uh, the fact that I'm an asshole. I, I don't know which one it is. Oh, you're definitely an asshole. It's okay. We're all assholes here. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think the only nice person on this show right now is rap. We actually yeah, had that out after last week. <laughs> I don't know about that. After last week's episode, we had somebody write in and tell me, and, um, and he said, he sends a lot of students to St. Andrews school and they always end up hating the guy that runs it but he, he puts out he puts <laughs> out a names. winning performance every time he goes out so somehow he, he puts gets out great musicians yeah yeah hmm interesting those kids do it they Can do I amazing things when they get in the circles absolutely absolutely sorry i know you guys are talking about recruitment uh when it comes to here in the uk recruitment is way different from what it seems to be there in the states you guys seem to have a serious problem with recruitment well, it's geography. Well, you it, said it. Yeah, it's not even. It's not even like recruiting players. That's the problem. It's the fact that the players don't yeah. exist here. We have to like make the players. You have to teach them from. The we have to. Bare bones we, we have to. Yeah. We have to get people yep. that know nothing about piping and drumming. Necessary. Don't necessarily even have an interest in piping and drumming, but maybe have an interest yeah. in music. And we have to make them interested in piping and drumming, and then make them interested enough to where not only will wow. they listen, but then yeah. learn, want to learn to play. Because it's not, it's not a big cultural thing here. I mean, it's so, still, it's still pretty underground. How do you do that? How do you get someone interested in it? You know, do you show them the chili pipers and say, "Hey, you could do this"? Or do you know mm, what I mean? No. How do you do that? You make you make really stupid YouTube videos. 
and uh, <laughs> and and try to convince them you're having a great time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's exactly. It. Try to make it look fun when we're in public. Hey, this is this is this is what pipe band life is like, and it's definitely not super expensive and heart wrenching. So yeah. you should you should get involved. <laughs> no, that's not all. Six eights from four fours, guys. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I like, mean, still like, like the amount of. <laughs> The amount of people I know in the piping community that are successful professionals that like ha- that make like a really good income based on their job, and the only reason they ever had the the desire to make enough like make really good money at whatever their professional job is is so they could support their fucking piping habit. Like it's like it's like heroin. Yeah. Like you're literally yeah. just like, how do I how do I make sure that I have enough cash to like go to this gig? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, recruiting is tough, man. We just we we do an open house once a year. We do classes. We do probably one group class a year, and then we just open it. After that, it's just private lessons otherwise. And just try to get in touch with the community is basically using social media, really. It's the only things we've got. A lot of it's advertising and awareness. Like, we, we still have the thing we talk about a lot. Like, we'll, we'll go play an event, like a large event with a lot of people, and people will be like, holy shit, that was, you guys are great. Like, well, they don't say that so much now. But... You guys are great. Like, where are you from? I'm like, we're here. Like, it's fucking. Our name is our name is Las Vegas Pipe Band. Where do you fucking think we're from? It's written right yeah. there in that big old. No, moment. they they flew us in. They flew us in from Scotland, and we all learned American accents so we could play bagpipes at your fucking bar. Like, <laughs> so you guys said you actually had a stand at the Vegas Games. That really fascinated me. Not, I know that might not seem interesting to you, but to me, it was like. What? A oh. pipe band had an actual stand at a games? Yeah, straight yeah, recruitment. Sure. Yeah. What, did, a, you, what did, did you do? We had a table set up. We had sort of some of our student players or some of our younger guys sitting there playing practice chain or just, I mean, they're just sitting there yeah. doing nothing anyway. And then we had, you know, we have all these flyers <laughs> and cards and pictures and, you know, banner and all that stuff up. And as people walk oh, by, yeah. we, we always do the um, open house a week or two after the game. So then we sign people up if you're interested in piping or drumming, you know, put your email here yeah. and we'll invite you to this thing, whatever. That's basically it. We just talk to people. It's all recruitment. That's, and it's that's funny. incredible, yeah. Well, and because, like, the, the festival <laughs> events here, like, the games here are so different than, like, the competitive events across the pond. Like, across the pond, it's like, okay, yeah. everybody that's there is in, is in some way involved with piping and drumming, and all it is is a contest. Like, we're going to view this contest. Yeah. That's, that's why we're here. Over here, it, yeah. over here, our, our events are actually supported very largely by making it a festival and having the public buy tickets to come in. Like, we don't have enough of a piping and drumming community to fund an entire event based on yeah. pipers and drummers showing up to watch other pipers and drummers compete. We have to make it an entertainment festival so that people will show up and, like, buy shit and, you know, support the well, event. Well, to be fair, it's never been done their way that I know of. It might have been 100 years ago, but we don't know that that's not possible. I don't know of any events here that, that follow that format. Right, but here's they theirs is different, though. Theirs is funded by their... Isn't it funded by your association? They run those? It is. Yeah, yes. so uh, the they don't care if they yeah. make money, right? They're, well, I mean... They're yeah. they're spending the money that you guys paying dues or whatever to put on those. Yeah, events. exactly. Yeah, so it's a totally a, totally different situation. Well, and our our associations just spend the money on like golden showers and Russian hotel rooms or something. I have no <laughs> idea what the fuck they do. <laughs> I have no idea what they do with all the cash we give them. <laughs> yeah, well, we're gonna, we're gonna find out. <laughs> we're, don't worry, we're we're in the process of finding that out as we, as we once again tease the ever awaited pipe band association episode. Yeah, maybe we'll get oh, to it. So excited <laughs> for that. So, Joe, if you're listening there, can you hear me, eh? 
Yeah. Yeah. How did Wigan District then tackle their recruitment problems? Did you, was it all direct recruitment from the St. Andrews thing or? Oh, well, we never uh, recruited directly from St. Andrews. It was the students would graduate and some would stay in the Raleigh area and they'd want to oh, be a part see, of our program. Yeah. yeah. So and then people that move here, you know, we're lucky enough that geography brings them here to Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, but for the yeah. most part, we, we teach and uh, we teach. We start teaching at nine years old. And our oldest piper turns 70 next Friday. Wow. So it's, nice. just, it's a matter Wait. of having a... Wait, Joe, I thought you, Joe, Joe, it's your band. birthday next Friday? Yeah, it's... it's no. <laughs> hey, happy birthday, Joe. <laughs> I didn't know you were turning 70 next Friday. That's fantastic. 46 <laughs> to 70. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Merry Christmas. Dude, pipe band, pipe band life. 46 going on 70. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's what it's like to run a pipe band. So we mentioned, we mentioned earlier, and this is... This is kind of an interesting meeting of the minds, in my opinion. We're kind of going off script here. Um, we have we have Rab on the show. Rab is a person that we're going off script. Hold on, let me throw oh, it out. I got my script here. <laughs> Wait, let's, let's, let's get the sound effects in. <laughs> um, well, that's like, well, well I, Rab say we're doing visual gags on the radio. <laughs> no, there you go. I was, yeah. making, I was making sound. I was actually I was actually referencing Rab show. If you listen, there you go. You yeah. Know. Um, so we're going off script here. We essentially have two people that have successfully uh, done social media and like they, they're they people that are into the bagpiping world that have done the internet correctly and have actually heavily influenced how we do internet stuff. So what I, my, I guess my question and we'll start with we'll start with Rab because Rab has been doing this for a long time. At what yeah. point did you realize that you had to like harness the power of the internet to get people interested in bagpiping? Oh, man, from day one. Um, from when we started doing our live show on Fuse FM, we noticed a good majority of our listeners, as much as we got domestic people tuning in from Northern Ireland, we realized most of our listeners were all tuning in online. And the number one complaint was from people online who were missing the show because of the, you know, <laughs> the difference in the time. So that's what sparked the whole idea of doing the Facebook and the Twitter and giving you all the news updates so you were kept up to date. And then failing that, they were still complaining. We're still missing the radio show, man. Help us out here. So Fuse, thankfully, give me a repeat show on a Saturday. So we're now dishing out like four hours worth of bagpiping, which is crazy. But yeah, we've had the repeat show and people were still missing the repeat show. I'm like, ah, oh, what can I do now? And then spawned the idea of the podcast. And then the, came the reclamation of the idea of people can't make competitions in Moira or Cookstown so why not show them what goes on and yeah the whole thing with engaging in the internet and everything was not to try and hurt the pipe band world if anything it was to try and promote the whole thing you well, know I what I mean if anything that that helps like because no matter what at the end of the day you are gonna you're gonna pick up ancillary people that normally wouldn't go to those events wouldn't know about those events wouldn't even watch those yeah. events that are becoming aware I mean, we, well, we yeah, in, in Las Vegas, we have, we have our, we had our Highland games, what, two weeks ago now. We had about 11,000 attendees over the weekend in a, in a mm. city that has almost 3 million people in it. Yeah. Uh, there you go. See, the internet is such a huge thing. You can reach a massive audience at the click of a button and it's really scary. You know, the whole thing with me and I started my podcast is I expected maybe half a dozen people to listen to it and that would be it but here we are we're like 60 plus episodes in it's scary 
the thing is growing legs. <laughs> is it is it true that you record twice? So you record the podcast separate from your live show? I do. Yes, Jesus I do Christ. the live. <laughs> I know it's insane like I do like three hours essentially worth of live material each week plus then sometimes on the repeat show on the Saturday I do a little insert to update the results from competitions so yeah, that's an extra way. don't worry Fusco an once, extra half hour once we launch the video portion of Channerant we'll be doing way more hours than that did you get that <laughs> did you get that website we talked about under the killed.com yet Oh yeah, yeah. I think I bought the URL. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, <laughs> under the, under the kilt dot com, I hear uh, someone wanted it, so I just bought it. <laughs> nice. Wow. Well, yeah, no, I just wanted to say, you know, it's not just me. Um, I did start the whole thing out on my own to begin with, but now there's an entire team there. You know, that's one thing I wanted to say. You guys are doing it on your own, but you know, eventually you will need the help of others. I'll put that out there. Oh, we're aware. You know, I've got well aware. Yeah, I've got Stephen in Scotland doing our coverage in Scotland. I've got Andrew here doing our coverage in Northern Ireland. And then they have me. I'm kind of coordinating the whole thing. And eventually we're going to get other people. It's just, it's got so much beyond what I started that I really, you know, the mind boggled sometimes. So my question is, F you Joe Brady, what's what's wrong with you? Why are you so lazy and not contributing to the <laughs> to everything in the world here? <laughs> Andy, I hate social media. I hate Facebook. <laughs> I no. hate people on Facebook. Wait, wait. He hates because Facebook, so why does he have like 800 Facebook pages? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you can ask Kenny Heiner that. I don't know what I get, I get invited to. A, I get invited to a new pipe band-themed Facebook page every fucking week from goddamn Joe Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Joe likes to be the secret guy behind the scenes. He doesn't want... Anybody know that he's doing? He, these he's things? the guy. He's the guy next to the guy. You know, yeah. like, I'm the guy next to the guy. I know the guy. So we'll blame Kenny. Is that what you're telling me? I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not blame Kenny. Okay. Uh, I mean, social media—it's a double-edged sword, right? Rab, everything you said, it, you, you're right. I mean, the, the ability to instantly get something out there to people and let them contribute and be a part of it and comment yeah. on it globally—that's that's tremendous. But just the, the visceral that comes off Facebook sometimes, so much hatred. Yeah. It, it just kind of makes the whole thing distasteful. Speaking of hatred. That's hate, very true, Joe. Speaking yeah. of hatred, let's talk about <laughs> for a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great, great segue. Some people use the internet for evil, as you would say, right? Or as, as could be said, you know, like uh, just to bitch and moan and passively aggress, passive, how do you say Passive passively, aggressively. Aggressively attack other people or whatever you know well, if, it, if you're attacking other people you're not passive aggressive you're no, aggressive it, no it is it's it's <laughs> passive aggressive if you'd read the style at which they write these things right joe experiences this all the time do you want to talk about it joe uh, sure <laughs> i haven't heard i haven't heard his safe word yet <laughs> no we we're, we'll keep pushing him until he gets there <laughs> so what give me a uh, give me a story or an experience of uh the internet going bad for you joe or social media. I, I have a tendency to, to social media just remove myself from some of these groups because I don't want to see the comments. You know, you think that you're getting baited into a conversation that, uh, Josh, nothing on the word bait. You didn't. No, no. I mean, nothing. I mean, no. I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> trust me. I'll, I'll I'll chime in when you've done something worthy. I thought it was gonna come. Transformers, <laughs> scooters. Uh, I mean, yeah, you, you you can try to bait me, but you're not the master baiter, so you're not going to get me. Hey, there Fair it enough. is. All right, we got it. So, uh, but just getting getting baited or pulled into these kinds of conversations and dialogue that you don't need to be a part of. You know, honoring someone else's ignorance is not 
not the path, I guess. That's actually a fantastic Joe Brady quote right there. Yeah, that's yeah. actually good. That's really like that, that. That changed me. So how do you explain your state being significantly Trump? <laughs> <laughs> I blame you. Have and you your seen stupid North state. Carolina? It's huge. <laughs> it's huge. It's huge. <laughs> In fact, they're all, they're all shit-faced on that good moonshine, man. I think I've driven through hey, North now, Carolina hey, now. So we, we may bring that to Chicago again, too. So if there's a Channerette podcast. <laughs> oh, I mean, at this point, I've already, I've already blocked it out of my calendar. I just, I just need to nut up and buy the flight. <laughs> <laughs> Make it happen, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so actually... We'll bring moonshine. That's, uh, yeah, that, we'll bring some moonshine. This is, I know this is a total segue away from the conversation we were having, but I'm very interested in the organizers of the Chicago Highland Games because they flat copied my Las Vegas Highland Games website when they made theirs and they actually made some parts better like some of the things How they do you did say copy it's a pretty standard it's a video style, like thing. like literally the whole format like everything like the whole the whole way they like approach the the website for that games oh. and but they also have a couple things they did especially around like ticketing and like clan registration and things like that that they yeah. did a lot better in my opinion than I did on version 1 of that site so I really want to like I really want to sit down and meet them. I'm just like, hey, like let's let's be friends because I would love to know. So, so, so what did they get the same Wix template uh, as you? Squarespace, so, Squarespace template. Fair enough. Yeah, come on. I come was on. gonna say it can't be that much of a copy. It's all fucking. It's all I mean, the, no, it's it, all the same. But it's Put even like it's even like verbiage. Like, oh really? There's a lot, but like I said, there's things that they did, in my opinion, better. And I want to like meet the person behind that and be like. Dude, oh my God! There's a person that actually has skills you, that wants to like do Highland games. <laughs> you probably you have had, them on uh, the line. You had, you had Jim Sim out at uh, your games, right? We yeah, did. yeah, yeah, we had Jim. Yeah, just ask Simmy. Simmy will tell you he runs that. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, because I, I would just be interested to know. It, it always, it always like this is this is why I have a man crush on Joe Brady, is because it always like boggles my mind when I see someone in this space in like the piping and drumming space doing what I would consider like just great fucking work like when I see stuff I'm like shit like I wish I'd thought of that <laughs> oh yeah and, and I, I can't take all the credit for it because we have we have members and just people that uh, in the community that will send stuff to us you know maybe we should do this or maybe you should post this or share this yeah so we kind of retool it to fit us but there's also I mean there's credit to be made for building that community same thing with Rab talking about you know Rab's got these people that are going these different events I mean I don't you don't have to say anything on air like I don't know if you fucking pay him or what you do but getting people that are that into it that will contribute and that hopefully will be what we do at some point it'll be more community based and people will like you know submit shit because especially the kind of stuff that only we can publish well, our community essentially is Cahill. <laughs> Cahill. We built our community into Cahill. We roped Cahill's, him in. Cahill's the community. We roped him in, and he can he contributes, and that's about it. <laughs> so that's good. A that's sexy helpful. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so um, speaking of Joe, I just want to follow up on a news story from last week. Uh, and Joe, feel free to jump in and comment as you'd like. Is this the part where you guys hang up on me? Passive aggressive or We have Rab on the line, and Rab is very skilled at doing news. Should we have him do a little quick news intro for us we can use whenever we have news segments? Yeah, yeah let's are, do it. Are you saying Rab Uh-oh. is a cunning linguist? He, he is a very <laughs> cunning linguist, yes. That sounds so wrong, Joe. And he's, and he's not afraid to throw in a stinky pinky from now and then. <laughs> Uh, no, the oh, stinger, as they call it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
All right, so hold on. We're, we're so we're gonna give Rab a chance to do the intro f- for the newest segment of Channerant because we don't have a new segment. The newest segment of Channerant, Channerant News. Uh, Rab can do the intro. We're we're ready when you are. Well, it's that time of the week again. It's the Channerant podcast, and it's time for the piping news. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you. That's fantastic. So, to follow up on our episode from last week, where um, <laughs> and <laughs> just just shots fired right out the gate. All Ca- right, caused some, caused some problems with some of our with a soloist and uh, for being late to his table. Talk about um, pissing off the one wrong. Like he, he, just he managed to wrong, find he managed girl. to find the wrong person to piss off. Yeah. So um, so it just so happens last week at the Lock Norman Games, I've been I've been informed through secret uh, society people that send me lots of uh, behind the scenes information. The ranters. Yeah. That uh, band was seven minutes late to the line last weekend at the Lock Norman Games. Um, seven minutes. Seven minutes. That's a long time for a band, dude. Like I remember when we went, when we were doing the championships, and it was like thirty seconds, and you would, you could get DQ'd. No, they, they were not late. Nobody was late. Like, we were. <laughs> it was a well-oiled machine. There was like four staging areas to get yeah, you in the right place they, at the right time. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, yeah, I mean that's a long time, and they. Uh, um, for this is the story I was told that uh, he was late to the line. He was told by the steward he's got to go or. Uh, and then they said, well, hold on. we got to check with the bands behind you and make sure they're okay with it. Otherwise, you're disqualified. The steward went and did that. The other bands were like, yeah, yeah, whatever, because they're actually cool. <laughs> and uh, so he, he went out there and did it anyway and, uh, and, and played. And then the steward told them that he, he was, should apologize to those bands for being late and that he has not yet apologized to those bands for being late. <sighs> That's the uh, inside information for the week. That's shite. I mean, okay. And I, I will, same thing I said last week. As much as I love throwing people under the bus, if if you're out there, you have absolute equal airtime. Like if you're, if well, you're, I won't give them equal airtime. I give them, I give them airtime. Like like for me, it's like okay, I'll let talk. I'll, I'll, I'll let you. <laughs> I'll let you defend yourself. You can call in, email us, channeran at gmail dot com or Facebook us. Uh, I think it's what what's our what's our Facebook page? Hello Kitty Fan sixty nine, something like that. Something like that. <laughs> like uh, what? What is it? It's, it's uh, furries, furries unite something. <laughs> no, that's Angel's page. That's Angel's page. Yeah. Oh yeah, Angel Trump. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, no. If you're out there, like, uh, I'd love to give you. I'd love to give you airtime. Granted, we might use that airtime to just fucking beat you into the dirt. But yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be nice to hear from him. Like, cause how does he go from one week to giving giving somebody a hard time to the second week uh, being late himself? Uh, for you know what I mean? Like, it, I don't. I don't. Doesn't compute. Uh, unless he thinks he's better than everybody else, perhaps, which is my best guess. Well, he is a judge. Well, no, as as we saw yesterday, they're not all the same. Jack Lee was humble as humble could be. Ken Eller was humble as humble could be. He's a very nice gentleman, all that. No problems whatsoever. Um, but uh, this was not the case in this. Um, so, Joe, you're an East Coast guy. Do you have any thoughts or comments on this story? Uh, the Rab, ongoing story. intro again? Rap, was there an intro? <laughs> This is this will be What's Joe's that? Joe's segment. I mean, should we should we like we already have Cahill's corner. Should we have like a Joe Brady segment that's like the piping news or something? Oh, Jesus. Oh yeah, we should do definitely. <laughs> yeah, we could use the Brady Bunch music. It'll be fantastic. Uh, well, no, the the music, the intro music will just be us harmonizing "Fuck You, Joe Brady." Wow. I figure it'll be this like. Hey, it's Joe Brady's turn. Go, Joe. Joe Brady here. <laughs> so I was I was actually at the Lock Norman Games and I was competing with uh, Wake and District. Our, our our three was out there and we, the steward 
young man did a fine job of coming up to us and letting us know that a band was running late and would we have a problem having an extra seven minutes. And uh, Seth, our, our pipe sergeant, said, no, no problem. It gave Seth more time to tune our channers, actually, and set some tone. Sure. Um, I did hear rumblings that there was supposed to be an apology. I don't know if there was an apology. Uh, you, we, could, we could ask Ken McKevney. We could ask Seth. We could ask um, our lead tip, Michael Yanuzzi. But I didn't hear an apology. Um, he, didn't, he being didn't say anything to me. And uh, as, as much hatred as people think that the two of us have for one another... I could tell you over the last 12 years that I've maybe said 12 words face to face with and I just, I don't get involved in the antics on Facebook. So wait, so over 12 years you've said 12 words. So was everyone fuck? <laughs> fuck. <laughs> or hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hello and goodbye, yeah. Just, just, no, I know everyone was <laughs> It was 12 words over 12 years. Every time you saw him, it's like, hey, Joe. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I thought that was interesting that that happened. Yeah, uh, I, I heard the same story, and, and, you know, and listening to the story that you told last week about that young woman that she was late and she felt bullied, uh, you know, that's something she needs to address, then that's something she needs to address. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and she is in the process of doing that. Apparently, apparently, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's interesting. Like, we talked about, you know, we touched on the idea of, like, uh, social media and the Internet and the pipe band world realistically all it's going to do in in our kind of community is the same thing it's done in every community it's going to like pull the lid back very heavily to the point where people that were once above reproach are no longer going to be above reproach and some will take that well some will not take that well like there will be criticism fucking deal with it like you're grown-ups like you're we're all we're all uh, big boys and girls here it's not that big of a deal it's piping and drumming it's not the end of the fucking world <laughs> what, what, what I think, right? and I, sorry, interrupt there. Um, <clears throat> the first time that the social media really came into the mindset of the RSPBA is does anybody remember the whole time with Jim Kilpatrick? And oh, his yeah. comments about oh, judges yeah. and everything. Oh. I actually got a ban over that. So, social media can have like real world repercussions, you know, it can be a dangerous thing. Well, it can, in a sense, like it can only, in my opinion, which I understand based on my my youth and my the country I was born in is shaped. But you can only bullshit for so long. Like, you can only try to repress those opinions and repress that kind of speech for so long. Like, it's always going to come yeah. out eventually. It'll always bite you in the ass. The easiest thing to do is to not is to own your mistakes, in my opinion. So, you know, if, if I'm if I'm an association and someone blasts me, I need to respond mm. to that and I need to either atone or say, no, fuck you. I was doing my job. I can't just say, well, this person said bad shit about me. I'm going to ban them because that's my power trip. That's what I have. Yeah, but it's been done and nothing's I know happened. I know it's been done, but I don't think that's yeah. the future. I don't think that's where it's going to be. And in, in, in 15 years, that's not where it's going to be. Well, it's yet to be seen. We'll see, I suppose, as we as you shine lights on these things and more people become aware of them, maybe they'll do something, maybe they'll not. Or maybe they'll vote for a Trump-esque type person and then we're all <laughs> fucked. Then we're all fucked. <laughs> As, you know, like, who knows? Like, I mean... Uh, but, like, when you, sh when you shine a light in a dark corner, you know, only the roaches scatter. That's a very folksy mm, saying yeah. that I'm not following where you're going with that one. <laughs> like, 
you know, if, well, if Josh, I, so I mean, what? We, we all get into this, Josh, because we want to make music, right? We enjoy the music. Yeah, that's the whole uh, point. We love the culture. And that, well, that's the whole it's point. All, it's all about so music it, and having a good time. Well, right. And if, if there's haters out there, and there's always going to be haters out there, you know, to those people, hate's an addictive drug. They want it. And if it wasn't in Pipe Band, it would be in hockey. If it wasn't in hockey, it would be in <laughs> crochet. It yeah. doesn't matter. I, I feel like, I feel like I'm, a hate, I'm a hater in all three of those categories. Yeah, I think you are. You, are. you have some, uh, dude. I don't. Want I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to like light up uh, Janice on her crochet skills on air. But fucking hey, dude. Step it up, bitch. You're you're giving you're giving crochet a bad name. Uh, here we go. Crochet is the one you do with a hammer and a ball, right? <laughs> okay, that joke. That joke didn't land. All right, uh, moving on. Do you need some silence? No to idea. Delete that one out. <laughs> no, this, the, no, we gotta leave it in. The uncomfortable silence is the best. No, part. that's yeah. We gotta leave it in. That's we 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 have a we have a policy at Channerant where like the worse a joke lands, the more you have to fucking leave it in. Yeah. <laughs> Clang. You, you should be you should be punished for your mistakes. <laughs> can you can you bring the shame bell out again? Because that was nice. Oh, yeah. do we have do we have a shame? As, yeah. As long as yeah. people are gonna atone, bring the shame bell yeah, out. Let's again. bring the shame bell out. Yeah. Absolutely. We, we, actually, we actually did that uh, at, at the Stone Mountain Games a few years shame. back. We had a shame bell and we walked <laughs> through the woods with the shame bell going shame. Was was Stone Mountain the one where you had the fucking the Negan bat? Yeah, that was the same games, yeah. Like, what, what, what in the world possessed you to make her, the Negan bat, aside from knowing her, was going to be there? Her name is Lucille. <laughs> I, I, well, I, I can only address the real Lucille by her proper name. So, uh, Lucille at the Stone Mountain Games, yeah, it was just for fun. Uh, Dan Andrews' band wasn't there last year when I had Lucille. Uh, and I actually got the bat for Kenny Heiner, because oh. Kenny took his daughter to a, a town... Uh, just south of Atlanta called Sano, and it's where they filmed The Walking Dead. So uh, he took uh, his daughter there. He, Kenny actually dressed up as Negan. <laughs> well, and his speaking, daughter dressed up as Coral. So, Speaking, speaking of Kenny, uh, how's that herpes outbreak going? Yeah, he's actually, uh, <laughs> the swelling's gone down. Yeah, so uh, he's doing well. He could, he could play his bagpipes again. That, that's fantastic. I'm glad, I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> it didn't spread through that's, the band this past so weekend, did it? Kenny is such a nice person. Why would you do that? <laughs> talk, talk about one of the six, dude. Kenny's like, writes in constantly. <laughs> he, he is a yeah, fan. There's definitely a, there's a bromance going on there, right? It's so funny, too. Like, well, I mean, you and I have a bromance, don't we? True, true story. Yes. Yeah, it, Fusco, Fusco commented on this early on in the show, where it's like, you know, never, never has he known two people with more of a bromance that have never fucking met each other. <laughs> Joe's, Joe's just like he's like my pin pal. He's like my, uh, you know, Nigerian exchange student that I'll, I'll go visit for a couple of weeks at some point. Right. Come, come to Chicago, meet me for a weekend. You'll walk away going, that guy's an asshole. <laughs> As most people that have met Joe think, you'll yeah. join yeah. that club too. So. <laughs> No, you'll just be like, why the fuck did I tell that guy to come to Chicago and meet me for a weekend? What a dick. <laughs> and he's just scandalized my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, while we're on the subject of Joe and the Wake Industry Pipe Band, can we, uh, can we talk about... Well, and we're getting close to closing there, boys, so uh, feel free to fucking let the dogs out. Can we talk about deportment? <laughs> oh no <laughs> so uh so you know uh joe wake you guys uh, you guys won what best department right 
Yeah, and so did the city of Dunedin Pipe Band. Is this the this is the booby prize as we, we this call is the, it? This is the booby prize. Yeah. And so did the city of Dunedin Pipe. So band. two bands won best department. So <laughs> really, you, it's co-best department. A very important question, Joe. The audience wants to know: did, Were either of you wearing yellow flashes or ties? Oh, no, we were not wearing yellow flashes or ties. <laughs> were you wearing yellow underpants? Did I say this This deportment prize is rigged? <laughs> hey, we looked pretty good, all right? You, you looked good. I'm well and aware. You sounded adequate. You guys are sharp. sounded adequate. <laughs> sounded adequate. Is that what Ken said? Groot said? <laughs> like, that is what looked Ken good, said. sounded adequate. <laughs> I, I listened to the first part of your medley. I've only heard a few minutes this morning, and it sounded pretty, the start sounded pretty good to me. But I didn't hear yeah, the other had, bands. Uh, we, had, we had two good runs. So we had a good run with the MSR and a good run with the medley. Better with the medley. Fixed some tuning issues. So it was hard. It was baking out there in the sun. But I'll say this. Uh, we were in grade three, and there were six or seven bands out there. Those young people from St. Thomas Episcopal, amazing young musicians. Oh, man. I was so, going to say St. Thomas were amazing. Yeah. yeah. So it's good. Just, it's, it's nice to know that our tradition here in the states it's in good hands the future's in good yeah. hands with those kids oh the uh, thing the same same holds true for for carnegie i mean carnegie uh mellon um oh yeah true yeah. Yeah, they, they beat us too so those two bands beat us one and two and just fantastic programs i'm just infuriated by how good these fucking kids are <laughs> well i'll say this we did tell the kids parents uh, after we got the marching department award that if their kids need marching lessons, <laughs> uh, we're more than willing to come to Texas and help with that. So, so at what point does the band that shall not be named uh, fly Joe Brady out for department lessons? Because apparently that's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to win a department uh, award once yeah, in a while. Yeah, I mean, we, so, we won. So we kind of have a rule. You have to have at least more than six pipers there for us to do lessons. Oh yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> depending depending on whether or not it's a Sunday, we might not be able to do that. Yeah, if it's a Sunday or a Friday, we're fucked. Buddy. All, all the all and the if fucking, someone has to go gr- crocheting, you know. All the all the <laughs> fucking mows are gonna be all, all the all the mows are gonna be reading gold tablets out of hats and shit. <laughs> yeah, we, we won best deportment, so yeah, that was, uh, and we got third place too. We played well. <laughs> you got third place in best deportment. So, yeah. So you weren't so you weren't playing for sheets as. Hashtag playing for sheets. Hashtag no, we <laughs> playing for sheets. sheets. Uh, another question. W- were there any service bands there competing at all this weekend? Oh, um, no. Well, I can say this. There were a number of service band members playing in other bands. Oh, so oh interesting. Well, yeah, yeah, that that's doesn't cool. well, three bands. So, and, 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 they also, and they also won Best Deportment. <laughs> no, they didn't. Uh, <laughs> well, that doesn't hold, there, but hold there was, with our... Southern Maryland this uh, this year it was the same weekend uh, as the Virginia games. They held uh, a competition for service bands. Yeah, they do that once a year, right, in the D.C. area yeah. or something, right? Yep. And it's like yep, they sure did. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. It's like it's like but it's the, just nice. I mean, they're bringing out instructors and same things that we're doing and just doing it at a lower grade. Mm-hmm. I still I still and feel like okay. realistically uh, by the end of by the end of twenty eighteen, the real winner of best department will be the United States of America. Time. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. It took me a second. Do we get a womp womp? Do we get a sad trombone on that joke? Or did that, did that? It's going to be a Dave Letterman uh, bass. It reminds me of the, uh, the speech Bill Murray gave uh, in Stripes. <laughs> Which We're one? We're not Watusi. We're not Spartans. <laughs> <laughs> We're Americans. Yeah. It's a, it sounds about right. Um, You're going to have to translate. Rab did not get the joke. Oh, uh, sorry. Cause, no. Because we, yeah. we currently have an administration that's trying to deport all immigrants. 
Yeah, he's getting rid of all the Mexicans. Uh, it was a wordplay on deportment. <laughs> I see. see. I see. <laughs> yeah. See, Sorry. there is a, just a small language barrier small between us language barrier. and North That's America. Okay. Also, also uh, Rab is uh, just slightly faced. So a little bit. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of deportment and playing for sheets, should we do a clip of the week? Yeah, let's do let's do a clip of the week. Yeah. Um, I want to I want to hear these guys. Okay, so I'm going to set this up. I was sent to this. I sent this by my buddy, my insider, my man on the inside. Am I allowed to say his name? Should Wait, you were inside a man? I have. I have uh. <laughs> <laughs> you almost said you have been. <laughs> Um, uh, pinky, one of my, a pinky doesn't count. One of our secret reporters, I won't give his name because then people won't send him stuff. Um, we get, me this. It's crazy. We have Channerant like secret reporters now. We have people that will send us shit. So I think I'm going to also post this on our Facebook so people can see it because you ha- you almost have to see it to really appreciate it. The playing will speak for itself. And it's going to be it's going to be computer to computer pickup for you guys. So it might be a little gnarly, but I think you you should be able to hear it. I'll re-edit it and then you guys will be able to hear it again. But you can certainly comment on it. But um, so let's let's try this here. Let's see. Can we work technology? Can you guys hear that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This one's for Cahill. This is his favorite tune, by the way. Yeah. Actually, oh, Dalton Cah- Marshall likes this tune, too. Cahill's in this performance. You've got to watch this, Josh. Holy shit. So watch the drum major here. So you guys can't see this. We'll share it on social, but the drum major is having a fucking seizure. It, goes, it gets way worse. <laughs> These guys look real familiar. Do they? Yeah. They do kind of look familiar, don't they? I wonder why. Jeez. And at least they filmed the entire thing vertically. Yeah. I love it when they do that. Yep. Hit. Oh. So keep keep watching. It, it. Holy <laughs> shit. Is that guy on? I, at first I thought this might be our drum major, but it, it's not. Look at Here he goes. <laughs> this is where it gets good. I mean... Don't get me wrong. The hip sway is, imp- is impressive. Like, wait a minute. I think I know that. I think I know that guy. Yeah, well, Who the hell is they this? They certainly look familiar. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, so you know, planes. I mean, for a shit tune, it's okay, I guess. I don't know. Can, can we can we fast forward this? Yeah, it, let's watch. get to the part where he really loses it. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Fucking me. Okay, so uh, we're doing we're doing visual gags on the radio now, <laughs> as Rab would say. No, but let's get to the he's drum fucking, solo part. The, the guy's just fucking like prancing around. I want Rab's comments since he's a drummer on the drum solo part. I'll fast forward to that a little bit. They are. They do have turnout bag covers on. Okay. This is a fire department band of some sort. Look at this monkey. Look at this. Fucking, <laughs> he's like step dancing. How much do you hate this guy right now? I just like it's the opposite of being a drum major. Like, isn't the whole point of being a drum major like a certain level of severity and discipline? And there's so many words. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, God. Make it stop. <laughs> oh, it's coming. Can we just, like... Well, I can never unsee this. Yep. Yep, this was impressive. It was, uh... Um, it's, I'm talking about... That was brutal. So that was a that was a service band, huh? 
That was a service band, actually. Uh, where um, from? Was it? Yeah. Yes, it was the. Uh, hold on, hold on. I asked a question. Let's see. Look at this. Oh my God! It's the City of Las Vegas Fire Department pipe band. <laughs> you fucking dick. Oh, <laughs> How about no. that? No way. Wow. It's from and it's from 2018. The date says now, 2018. It's it's. Uh, thank goodness we have Rab on the show. Rab, you have. I'll uh, drink to that. You have repeatedly <laughs> been quoted on your show as saying that yes. road bands and service bands should put a trash bag over their heads and shoot themselves in their bathtubs. <laughs> ne- he never said that. Um, I heard no, it. I can you, not, can, I you can you elaborate on that point? <laughs> <You know? laughs> I have caught so much crap from service bands this last while. Um, I think my whole thrust behind service bands is that I want them to improve. I'm not saying that they're garbage. I'm just saying I want them to have the motivation to improve. Is that wrong? I don't think so. I don't know. You didn't say they were garbage. You, know, you said they should wear a garbage no. bag. Yeah. That was yeah. a fine point. <laughs> well, no, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I'm kind of I'm paraphrasing what he said. What he really said was they should just run their car in the garage with the door down. <laughs> No, I think that's what Joe Brady no. said. Is Joe, that Joe, is that what Joe said? He didn't say that. Uh, Joe no, grew up no, in no, service. Joe grew up in service bands. You have more probably experience with this any from many of us from the inside. What what is the mentality here? I've been a part of a lot of service bands that try to raise the standard. God damn, try it's to go a out word. and compete and try to do the right things. So yeah. name three. That's what it should be about. <laughs> name three. The Chicago, the Chicago <laughs> Police Band, uh, the Fire Brigade of Baltimore. Uh, the Chicago Police Emerald Society. Do any of them wear the yellow N- flashes? The NYPD band. Uh, well, the NYPD band does wear yellow flashes. But they're very good. <laughs> they were so close. Oh, they were so close to love. Almost winners. And the RCMP wears yellow flashes. Who's that? RCMP pipe band. Don't know them. Not familiar with that. Don't go to Canada then, okay? okay. That's the Royal Canadian Mounted Patrol. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. It's like it's like uh, it's like polite cops. Right. Essentially. So they, ride, they are very nice police officers. Yeah. Do they yeah. ride horses? They do ride horses. That's, that's the mounted. Yes. <laughs> Why it's playing pipes? That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's that's uh, so, Joe. You have nothing but positive things to say. I didn't say that. Those aren't. <laughs> <laughs> so we have it. We have I, it here live on the uh, live on the Chain Ram podcast for the first time. Joe Brady hashtag FU Joe Brady uh, on record saying that he thinks all service bands are great. There we go. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> I mean, my band is a service band. Anybody? Well, that's true. You guys are. Right? That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any, wake, wake is. Maybe next week I'll play a clip of a service band from uh, Northern North Carolina. And we can we can see we can see how 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 that sounds. There's there's just so you know there's nine service bands in North Carolina. So maybe next week I can play I can play Here's a clip wise. of the. Uh, Band that shall not be named finishing off the Jack Lee recital with Jack Lee. <laughs> uh, no, we will not play that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> with, uh, with, with four new reads up actually, in the mountains. Actually, I think I will do that, but it'll be, I'll title it Waken District. We'll retitle everything. It'll yeah. Well, Waken District at the Highland Games. <laughs> hashtag Waken District, hashtag Pipe Band Life. Wow. I can't get that chin out of my head now. Oh, I guarantee you it'll be there all day. It's Thanks, such Fosco. A, It's one of those tunes, man. It gets yeah, stuck. He, I, he, I knew what I was doing. Yeah. the beginning. <laughs> yeah, they just, played it so nicely in the beginning with so much pathos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there we go. He's he's finally okay. So, so bye, Joe. <laughs> All right. Any any last words for the Channer Rant audience? I'm I'm just so glad that we had. Well, one, I, I'd be super happy to have either of you on. The fact that we had both of you on was just fucking phenomenal to me. Oh, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. I still think it would have been funnier if we bumped Joe for Rab. 
well, ever like what people don't realize <laughs> is that this is like it's just me doing a voice. It's not actually Joe. <laughs> can we just hang up on Joe now so we can at least we hang say up we on did Joe it? now? So we say we did it. Wait, no, no, we can't. We can't hang up on Joe. Okay, we can't hang up on Joe. Joe, we're so glad that you came on the show. Uh, we loved having you. Is there any like final words that you want to give to the Chainerant audience? Yes. Did you just hang up on me? All right, that was Joe. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. We appreciate you being here. We love to. We love to have you. <laughs> we'll catch you next time, perhaps. Yeah, I, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> uh, Rap, thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> Uh, no problem, guys. Here, I really appreciate it coming on. I've been such a fan since day one. That's awesome to be on. Thank well, it's you. Good, it's good and I get to you. say the word fuck. Well, Rab, uh, we love to have it on the show. Uh, Andy, I'll tell you what, man. This was the first ever brunch episode of the Chain Ramp podcast. You got to go to a gig, and I think I think it turned out swimmingly. Are yeah. you going to, yeah, we'll edit yeah. this out? Yeah. For those of you at home, um, if you are listening to the Chain Rant Podcast, thank you so much. I'm not sure why you are, but I appreciate it very much. And uh, let us know in the comments or message, or you can email us if you have any stories or anything you want to submit. Chainrant at gmail.com, all lowercase, no spaces. And uh, yeah, let us know if you're one of the six with hashtag one of the six. And for God's sake, spell it out because I saw like 16 variations of hashtag one of the six <laughs> with numbers <laughs> and all this other shit like just hashtag one of the six spell it out we'll, we'll know who you are and uh, <laughs> we appreciate a lot and you might get some extra goodies have a good evening everybody or morning or afternoon I'm drunk at noon so I have no idea what time it is where you are Let's see where this day goes <clears throat> and uh, yeah that, that'll be all for the Chain Rant Podcast thank y'all thanks thanks guys Okay, he has a small penis. <laughs>